Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. Hello, Internet, and welcome once again to Ghoulish Gumbo. <laughs> it is the day before Halloween. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo here on Ready Check Radio. I'm your host, as always, Mike Byrne. The pumpkins are here. We've got Nemesis. We've got Mario. We've got a Chernabog. We've got Dra uh, Castlevania's Dracula. The lights are down low. I've unzipped myself to relax a little bit. And wrap up the week in gaming before Halloween. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube or listening on uh, Spotify, head on over to Ready Check Radio. The site's right there. And uh, in the upper right-hand corner, you have all the socials. Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, you name it. Click on it. Subscribe. Turn on those notifications. Tell your friends. If you like all the shows and streams that we do here and you want to see more of them, that's the easiest and fastest way to support us, and it just happens to be free. A small programming note, on Mondays we normally do uh, Final Fantasy trading card game streams, whether that be live play, octagon play, deck list reviews, things like that. We will be doing that uh, on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern as scheduled, but I did want to put a little note in here for you t uh, FFTCG fans. Square Enix was uh, kind enough to send us a spoiler for the Crystal Dominion set coming out next month. So we will be revealing that spoiler card on that stream. So if you're an FFTCG fan and you're looking at spoilers for the next set, you want to be here Monday. Of course, it wouldn't be a show or a Halloween show without my illustrious co-host. Let's start with Mr. Jason Winter. Wow, you got you got a little a little something like Right, right there. Like right. I, I was in, I was in like a little car accident, a little fender bender today, but I just got got a couple scrapes, but I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I mean, you. It looks like you've had a had a rough day. Had a rough. No, day. I mean, you know, it's all right. I mean, just a little bit of flesh tearing off here. You know, it's it's good. A rough day. Oh, it's it's fine. Uh, we, we we will do the show. I wouldn't have can, wanted to miss the show. Can you know? can you go for at least an hour? Uh, that's all. That's I just need an hour out of you, and then uh, if you got to go to the hospital, see, you gotta I, go I might to the need hospital. a little more. Hang on, let me let me, let me get a little more blood. Or something. <laughs> just just get some super glue. It'll be fine. Also, don't want all my blood to drip out. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Also on the line, resident artist of Ready Check Radio, Yod. How are you, sir? I'm all right. I'm all hopped up on vaccines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not. Uh, you're yeah. not you, 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 are you a Halloween guy? Like, do you and the missus? I, not, I know you not, do like a lot yeah. of cosplay and stuff. So the dressing up, you guys. You know, I, you I know. mean, she, she I don't want to hear about how you and the missus dress up. Really. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that's that's their own business. That is not the dressing up that I was referring to. That was not okay. the dressing up I was that's referring. That's a different. Are you the prison guard up. or the prisoner? <laughs> oh, here we go. Here it depends we go. on the night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, is it Thursday? It's Thursday? Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I, I know who's who. I know who's who. 
Oh shit, it's Friday. Oh, I wasn't ready for this. Right, oh do gotta put God. on the glasses so that I can see. We'll be scrubbing the glasses later. Should have put the contacts in, but whatever. Whatever. Happy Halloween anyway. We've got our pumpkins. We're ready to go. We do have some gaming news. And you know what? In the spirit of being spooky, let's talk uh, very briefly about Bobby Kotick. Oh, 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 oh. BlizzCon's canceled. I don't think anybody uh, you know, is surprised by this one, right? I, I actually thought they'd, they'd power through it. Really? Yeah, make it look like nothing's going on. It's all good. Wow. No, I kind of I kind of thought they'd have to cancel this. Like, I mean, they, granted, they've been absolutely tone deaf about some things, right? They just added some stuff to the cash shop as far as mounts yeah. and uh, I, in, uh, in World of Warcraft. Yeah. I mean, but they and they do. But if you look at that side, you're like, they got to maintain a little bit of business as usual, right? <laughs> Uh, it's not like they're doing it live. I mean, like in in person, it, it was going to be online anyway. So I just figured they would just play like it's all it's all good. Yeah. Well, they did say I that mean, there's still going to be announcements around that yeah. time, but they're they're uh -huh. just not going to hold the show. It's uh -huh. going to be the same thing. You're going to see some videos, and you know the whatever O'Neill and the other person are going to talk, <laughs> and there you go. That's that's what BlizzCon is now. Right. Yeah. People there. Right. Since Metzen left, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, and they're they're also talking about like reevaluating what it actually will look like when it does mm. start. You know, maybe revamping it a little bit. So uh -huh. maybe no Cosby Suite. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean that'd be a good start. Let's let's start there and not do that. Right, um, it's gonna be the Cosby floor. Oh God. <laughs> um, Vicarious Visions fully absorbed into Blizzard again. News that is news technically, but I. Not surprised, you know. It isn't often that a a company gets absorbed into a company that's owned by a bigger company, and they still get to keep their name. Uh, right. So, but it did apparently come as a surprise to the staff. They were kind of just brought into a meeting and told, "Hey, we're not going to be Vicarious Visions anymore." I am kind of sad to see that name go um, and, yeah. and be replaced with, you know, like what Jason Blizzard, Blizzard Albany is what yeah, we're hearing. <laughs> You know, Bro. Bio BioWare Montreal, BioWare this, hey. BioWare this. Yeah. And it seems like Blizzard's going to do that same thing. But in bigger news, uh, Bobby Kotick did take this week to pen a letter to the world outlining a number of changes that Activision Blizzard is going to make. And just, we talked about this in depth on the Always Online podcast, Jason and I. That is up on MMOBomb.com. It's right in the homepage banner. You can go and listen to that after this show. We do go into a lot of detail about this there. To be very clear, I'll make the same disclaimer here that I did there. These are all very good changes. There is nothing bad about these changes. They are great things for the employees. What we are what? probably going to be a little more critical about, though, Jason, is the timing of the announcement of these types of changes, right? Yeah, the fact that they have the uh, financial, you know, the financial statements are going to come out uh, on Tuesday, I think. So it's like, well, why didn't you make these before? Oh, because Bobby Kotick saw how the stock prices, how the sales were probably being impacted by yeah. it. And then he decided that it was time to actually announce something and try to take actual real action. Yeah, and some of these are real actions. Uh, some of these do address, in part some of the employee demands from the a better Activision crew and the employees none of them fully address any of them but they do you know kind of sideswipe address some of them 
What they're planning on changing is launching a new zero-tolerance harassment policy company-wide. Wow, brilliant. What? Brilliant. Where's the, where's the butt? No, there, I, there's no butt there. It's just kind of like, why didn't you already have one? It's 2021. Like, because there is no... So they all say they have it. It's just yeah. a question whether they enforce yeah. it. Yeah, yeah the, the, there's the butt. Because the other week, we talked about how 20 were... 20 employees were cut and 20 were just reprimanded. Yeah, and we brought that up on the Always Online podcast that I guess mm -hmm. that happened prior to this zero tolerance oh, policy, so they're okay. Did. Yeah, we, we oh, said the same yeah. thing, that the reprimands kind of contradict the zero tolerance yeah. thing. See, see, there's always a but. Always a but, I guess. You're right. <laughs> uh, just don't grab it, because that's against that zero tolerance. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, they want to increase the percentage of women and non-binary individuals in their workforce by 50%, and they're going to invest $250 million to accelerate opportunities for diverse talent. That's going to be over the next 10 years to things like the already existing ABK Academy and other new initiatives. Uh, based on feedback from employees, we are waiving required arbitration of sexual harassment and discrimination claims and any retaliation claims that are by proxy involved from a sexual harassment or discrimination claim. Uh, this was a big one on the employee's demand was to remove forced arbitration across the board, Yad. They didn't get it yep. in full, but they get it for sexual harassment and discrimination claims. Uh, again, these are all good things. The, you know, good start. But is it a again, start? But... Or, yeah. <laughs> is it the finish line? Like, are, is this, they're, they're not going to move it any further than this, Jason? Like, line. this is the farthest they're willing to go? Uh, until something else comes up. Until, <laughs> until they have to move further. Until more financials a, come up. Yeah, it, yeah it depends exactly. on how much money they're losing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, yeah. Uh, as uh, Speaking of money, you know, they're going to keep regular updates and reports and progress stuff. But Bobby Kotick did uh, ask the board to make his salary $62,500 per year. The, he claims that's the lowest California law allows for somebody earning a salary. And he did clarify that this is his total compensation. Uh, he's not going to get separate bonuses or, or benefits or anything like that. But, you know, with the hundreds and hundreds of millions that he already gathered over the last 24 months and his stock, I'm sure he won't be subsiding on uh, beans and rice anytime yeah. soon. Uh, I'm sure Bobby will be fine. And again, all of these are good things, Jason, but the financials are coming. Why weren't these done three months ago when you initially had a problem. And when you do something good, I've said it before, you know, you should be doing something good without the expectation of reward or anything. That's the mark of a person, right? Who does the right thing when nobody's looking. But, or a looming lawsuit. Right. But, <laughs> suits. But it was suits, yeah. But yeah. how about a year ago? How about two years ago? How about five years ago? How about 10 years ago? Like when these claims started happening, where was the action then? Where was the action when you knew you were about to have this investigation launched into you and it wasn't public yet right. and it hadn't been made public yet? Where was this then? Yeah, because they've been gathering information for, what, five yeah. years? Yeah, and it yeah. wasn't like two they years. just did two nothing. Years? Okay, two years. It wasn't like they just did nothing, by the way. Yeah. They came out, Jason, and basically accused the state of California of being <laughs> flat-out fucking liars. Mm -hmm. Oh, the first thing you do when you get something like this, you deny it. And yes. then if, it, if you can't deny it, then you say, well, it wasn't that bad. Mm. And then you say, if it was bad, then it was isolated. If it was isolated, then we'll take care of it. So you go down the stages of, right. and you see, where can we stop? Where does the PR 
where do the fans start agreeing with us? And, and you hope that's forget about projecting. Yeah. Yeah, you can't forget about projecting. We're, I'm not doing this. You're doing it. Nah. Well, well I don't think they accuse. Well, yeah, kind of the DFEH is doing illegal right. stuff. Too, right. Yeah, they've so, already yeah. accused. Yeah. yeah. After yeah, Blizzard see? got accused yeah. for shredding stuff, now they're like, the <laughs> yeah. DFEH is throwing yeah. away evidence. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. Yeah. Where where was the salary reduction when it was either you reduce your salary or lay people off? You right. know, where was your salary reduction when the shareholders to a wide degree, a wide enough degree that you postponed a vote on your salary so you could swing a few more votes your way? Yeah. That's how close that vote was. Where yeah. was your reduction in salary then? Nobody was asking you to go to 62000 a year. But you you didn't move at all then. So, yeah, you don't get a lot of the benefit of the doubt from me. Bobby Kotick is still one of the scariest-looking in- individuals on the planet, heart and soul, like the whole package to me. So, yeah, that's your Blizzard update. I don't know. That's like part 40 now. I, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Let's talk about Sony's state of play because that's actually a sure. little bit more fun. A little bit more fun. Uh-huh. We did not, however, see Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, I, I know none of the three of us, like, truly, honestly, in our hearts, expected it to be there. Some of us thought it was might maybe a little more likely than other hosts, but all of us kind of agreed that, yeah, probably not going to see it. We would just like to see it. Square Enix was there, though. This show focusing on third-party developers. And honestly, Jason... Uh, when you say third-party developers, I didn't expect as many small companies in it. This was like, a lot of these companies for me are like just barely not indie anymore. Like they're, they're just barely not an indie company. We got a little echo on your, your side there, Yeah, I am trying to fix it. There we go. Cool. So before we get started with the actual state of play and look at the games themselves, uh, we do know now that obviously Sony's been making the push for PC and releasing uh, their products, their IPs on PCs, which I think is fantastic. If you're one of those people that's like, it should have been PlayStation only, shut up. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Games are games. Play them wherever the hell you want them. Who who cares? Who the fuck cares? I hate stupid stuff. Uh, But they have now actually label registration uh, for PlayStation PC. So an incredibly apt title i guess it doesn't i really... guess i mean xbox has the xbox one and the xbox series x or whatever playstation like playstation 2 playstation 3 yeah. playstation 4 playstation 5 the, playstation yeah, pc conventions make sense yeah yeah it makes sense so playstation pc okay they had the vita too but we'll ignore that and we do have a, yeah. a bunch of like everyone else releases did. coming for the the pc soon so yeah i mean it mm-hmm. makes sense uh, it, it is it is kind of a, a change of pace for them, though. Like, if you think about it, like, why haven't they been doing this for a while? Uh, and so uh, from... Hold on, I want to make sure I get the quote right here. This is from uh, Video Game Chronicles, written by Andy Robinson, or Chronicle, written by Andy Robinson, uh, talking to uh, Jim Ryan at PlayStation about this. He's, you know, why now? And uh, he says, I, you know, things have changed. A few things have changed. We find ourselves now in early 2021 with our development studios and the games that they make in better shape than they've ever been before. Particularly from the latter half of the PS4 cycle, our studios made some wonderful, great games. There's an opportunity to expose those great games to a wider audience and recognize the economics of game development, which are not always straightforward. The cost of making games goes up with each cycle as the caliber of the IP has improved. 
our ease of making it available to non-console owners has also grown. So it's a fairly straightforward decision for us to make, uh, which is all a lot of words to say we like money. We're cool with money. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of words, Jason. Just, we're cool with money. We, we've realized we can't just have everything be exclusive forever because yeah. we'd rather make more money from other people. So uh, this yeah. is the common argument. Mad Martha is bringing it up in chat. And, yeah, right. I care. I don't want my expensive PC playing downgraded games so that they can work on a dumb console. Uh, and you know what? Mad Martha being a, you know, a little tongue-in-cheek, we've got the, got the emote there and stuff. Uh, but that is a common argument you hear when you talk about uh, development of games. So Right now we're in that weird era, right, where we're taking PlayStation games and we're porting them over to the PC. But if you fast-forward a little further down the line, when PlayStation PC is more well-established, you do start talking about Sony now making games with the idea from minute one of it being both a console and a PC game, and you do have PC gamers concerned that when you develop like that, they might have a lesser experience than they could potentially have had because there are concessions being made for the console version of that title that impact your PC title. See Final Fantasy XIV for a prime example of how badly the mm -hmm. PlayStation 3 mm -hmm. impacted the development of the overall game. Uh, and you have a, a good example there. Jason, is that a valid argument? Is that a reason why you might want to still, in this day and age, segregate your business into either PC or, or console and, and just stay in your lane? I think it could be because I, I think it's going to be more of an afterthought. I don't think it's going to be as much figured out when you're making the game that we want to... We're making it for the PlayStation, but we want to also make sure it'll be good for PC. I think that's going to be... what that, That's a we'll patch it in later kind of thing. So I don't think that'll mostly go, but I think overall, though, it still it still comes out okay. I think it's still a, a net benefit. Yad, are you on the same page? No, I, I think uh, going forward, because the the um, consoles every generation are closer and closer to just a PC sitting on its side, with you know proprietary OS going on. So as we move forward the power on a console and the power on a PC, unless you're, you know, dumping thousands of dollars every generation or several thousands of dollars every generation into a specific gaming PC, which some people may have, but a lot of people probably have just, you know, their family PC or whatever they're working with. It's going to be very similar to so, what the console but, but has. You, you make a point right there that, yeah, uh, on generally speaking, on the curve, consoles approach PCs more and more with each mm -hmm. console generation. Mm -hmm. But I am that person that every generation sinks a couple grand right. into his PC. I right. am that person. And there will be people out there like that. that that's, you know, they're going to be there. I mean, the, the wife upstairs has her Final Fantasy fourteen PC, which... Every so often, we go out and get a new graphics card for, a new motherboard for, you know, whatever needs upgrading gets upgraded, and it is a beast. <laughs> yeah, but and I guess you have to talk about the audience size, too, right, Jason? Like, right. I'm one of those guys that this doesn't matter to me, but I'm in a very fortunate position to be able to say, I have a high-end rig. I have the PlayStation 5. I have the Xbox Series X. You know, I have the Nintendo Switch. So it doesn't matter to me. I'm also one of those guys that goes, 
you know what? I don't mind that the PC version only runs at 120 frames instead of 240 frames because yeah. there was some software concession made so that my, my friends on PlayStation 4 can play this too. But right. there are PC dogs out there, man, right? There are. That and, they're and, like, yes, this there, game there should be are. running at 240, and it is not because the fucking PlayStation 4 exists, Jason. Right. There, there definitely is. The other question comes into play, though, is do you have, if with PlayStation PC, do you have to rebuy the games that you already have on your PlayStation 4? That is going to be a question, I, and, that a, is and a fair thing. one, I think, because when mm -hmm. you do look at Game Pass, Jason, you you don't have that. Uh, That's where but, I was going. You know, as far back as I think the first one I bought was Sea of Thieves. That's been years ago now, but I remember that that was one that they made the big deal of. You buy it for one and play it on any. You know, you play your account mm -hmm. on any, and and so right. that, I, that is something I I feel like PlayStation has to go that way, but they don't yeah. have. They don't have the in in that market that Microsoft naturally has in the PC market because they make 90% of the shit, right? Right. Yeah. And I mean, they don't at the moment because like, like Horizon Zero Dawn, I think you don't get the, if you have the version of that on your, P, on your PlayStation, you don't get that uh, on PC, so. Yeah, Mad Martha pointing out very specifically now, you know, common concession is UI and control schemes, rebindable keys, stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely, sure. absolutely. And none of these are bad arguments, but I, I just think at the end of the day, it for me, it always boils down to, really? It's a fucking video game. Play it. Have fun. They're supposed to be fun. They're supposed to be right. fun. Uh, Zach saying PC uh, PlayStation PC is just a publishing name. Well, yeah, we already talked about that. So Sony is going to double dip, and I, yeah, I think they are. I, I think they are. Oh, totally. But, but I also, you know, they don't have the the edge in the PC market that Microsoft actually has on them right now. So it'll be interesting. They're going to need something. They're going to need something. Yeah, you're right. At at some point, at one point in time in the past, I remember Sony did have a pretty decent hardware division for computers. Uh, well, they, they, yeah, well they, they were doing like the Sony Vios. Yeah, the, right, the Sony Vio right. PCs. Right, so maybe they're looking at kicking that back up. Mm. I mean, it's not the software end of it. I don't, th I don't think they're getting into publish. hardware. I don't think they're getting into PC hardware. Um, you never know. But what they are, well, you know what? I say that, and then I remember that last week we talked about them investing millions and bajillions of dollars into a Japanese chip company right? so that right? they can get their chip production out of Taiwan. So, yeah. It, there you, you go. Maybe. Well, they need those just for the PlayStation. Yeah, that's true. I mean, <laughs> they need but they can really make those. They can't one. make PCs. You build them for one, and with the consoles becoming, as we go, as we go along, PCs laying on their side. Yeah. Badass saying, uh, what's ironic is back in the day, uh, games were all PC, but at the time, PCs weren't powerful enough to run them, so that they made the, that's why they made the damn consoles. Uh, yep. Yeah, I mean, I remember load star comma eight comma one, right? I mean, yeah. if you know, you know. <laughs> so let's talk about what Sony did bring to the state of play or what the third parties did bring to the state of play itself. Uh, I think uh, some of these we've covered on MMO Bomb because we cover all multiplayer games there. So if you're looking for more in-depth on any of the multiplayer titles, head on over to MMOBomb.com, read Jason's articles, read my articles on those. Jason, you wrote up Death vs. Let It Die, which is kind of the spiritual successor to Let It Die. 
what's this? What's this all about? What What did they bring here? It's a battle royale with a game show kind of aesthetic to it, which kind of been done before. Well, uh, yeah. So I was watching the trailer, and I'm going to show the trailer right now. And I was like, okay, uh, we saw that recently with the calling, right? That was their yeah. whole gimmick. It was a TV show battle royale, and then like you just keep going further back. And I was like, well, hell, even Smash TV. Uh, oh, for, for my old game. Super Nintendo back in the day, it was ba- for the arcade back in the, the day. arcade. It wasn't a battle royale, but that's the presentation. It was you know a crazy uh. ass TV show. I mean, they do have some funky looking characters and and stuff like that. I I thought this might be a little more your thing, Jason, than mine. I know it's not the sword and board melee battle royale that you've yeah. kind of well, always been it's looking for, focused, yeah. but it is more melee focused. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The, the the original Let It Die got really shit on for its monetization too. That was one where you had to like, if you if you actually died, did to pay to play again or something like that. Something really insane. I don't remember what it was, but it was, it was not well received. So and we really don't have that would go along now. with the game show theme. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it was kind of like okay, that's cool. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a look, but it's it's not a day one must have and- for me. And this kind of set the stage for everything we're going to see, I think. This sort of, yeah, it looks all right. Yeah, but, so eh. overall, like, before we move on then, what was your kind of impression with State of Play this time? Because the yeah. the, the last one, we all said we were pleasantly surprised uh, that it was as engaging and had some uh, a wide variety of interesting titles and stuff. And then, like, the previous three, we were like, these could have been tweets. And I feel like this one kind of skewed for me, Yad, on the, these could have been tweets. Yeah, there there wasn't anything extremely amazing. I mean, it was fun to watch, but it was and it was quick. I, I give it that. It, they were concise about it. it was yeah, like, it was like twenty minutes, and it was yeah, twenty gone. minutes. Here's the games. Boom, done. Go about your day. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like when you were talking about you know, well, the one that could have been Final Fantasy sixteen, and I'm like, no, this was for the tinier games. So they didn't want something else overshadowing it. So it's good for those smaller developers to get out there and get a, a kind of a little show dedicated to them. Yeah, so and that's that, the only reason the I thought purpose. 16 could have been there, because they didn't say that this was their indie developer state of play ahead of time. They said it was their third-party one. Right, sure. Um, so, you know, you could take that to mean exactly what you said. They're going to feature a lot of their smaller uh, developers that are third-party, or it could, you know, it could be anybody that isn't fucking Sony at that point is technically third-party, sure. so... But yeah, I did get the, and I said that earlier, kind of more of an indie, a little bit bigger than an indie studio type feel to the entire show. Uh, and not all of these studios are as small personnel wise as that sentence may make it sound, but I think you get the idea of what I'm trying to say there. Uh, for you Bug Snacks fans, I still never played this. Never played it on my <laughs> PS5. I, I meant to. I have it. I just never played it. Uh, free I think up- I tweeted about this a few weeks ago. Play the damn games you buy. Stop buying more. Yeah. Do. Well, <laughs> no, this one I did it. I, no, that was Astro that came with it. Um, mm-hmm. Bug Snacks is getting a free update in 2022. So there you go. Oh, there's your chance to play it. There, there. Now, now you have more I guess. Content. I guess. I get hungry watching that game too. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> the little burger and fry bug things. I just I wanted the burger and fry it's when I watched. Super cute. I can't it believe is- they don't have like branding. I can't, I can't believe Damina like, hasn't played it yet. Like if any, or or my daughter, like uh, the two of them in my house, I'm amazed they haven't played that damn thing yet. I'm getting hungry now just thinking about just it. thinking about it. Well, you you got, I mean, yeah, you're. I can see you're wasting away and falling right off the bone. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I need more need more IV. <laughs> Get some of that IV going. 
Next up, Yod, uh, let's go with Five Nights at Freddy's. Five a, Nights at Freddy's. A new Five Nights at Freddy's security <laughs> breach gameplay revealed. And I got to say, I have, besides the first one, which I never beat, I played for the <laughs> curiosity of it uh, way back when it came out, and it was you know being streamed everywhere, and it was the, the new mm-hmm. What the Hell is This?, I think I played it for like 45 minutes and I was done. Uh, I'm still. <laughs> That's about how long I've played for. Yeah. yeah. I'm still continuously amazed at how big this, this franchise is like, no yeah. doubt. It's a fucking powerhouse. Like I'm not going to try to diminish movie, it. Don't they? Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to try to diminish it in any way just because it's not my cup of yeah. tea. It is an absolute powerhouse making bajillions and bajillions and bajillions of dollars. And just because I don't particularly enjoy something doesn't mean it shouldn't exist. But holy hell, another one of these. Another one. This one looks like a lot more, I don't know, kind of roaming around the business than I'm Convention. used to. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, wasn't the original, you're just in a control room? Yeah, you're in the yeah. security room. Cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, and things happen out of security feeds and stuff like that. Yeah. This one is like, you know, go hide in lockers and shit if you mm. watch the gameplay Find uh, Freddy's Freddy isolation. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 Metal Gear Freddy. Uh, yeah. It's tactical espionage it's, in the Chuck E. I mean, Cheese. Yeah. By the you, way, you're, I have, you're I have roaming around minutes. in Freddy's body. Nineteen minutes is how long I have to live. No, that's how long I played Fire Five Nights. Oh, you actually looked it up. <laughs> I was like, yeah. wait. Are we going back to that original joke? Damn, that's a that's a callback. Oh, <laughs> well, I might have no, look at me. I might have 19 minutes to live. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, if it's your thing, cool. I, you're probably pretty freaking stoked. Uh, and it does look creepy, and you know, it did mm. keeps continuing to do its job on that front. So, Mad Martha is saying it's a testament to the power of influencers. I think. I remember uh, Matt Pat right on YouTube before Matt Pat was like as big as Matt Pat is now. Right, Matt Pat was always always had a, a sizable YouTube following, but not millions of followers. Uh, Pre Matt Pat's game theories that revolved around Five Nights at Freddy's, I mean, he basically used Five Nights at Freddy's to propel his viewer base. I mean, he started doing game theory videos time after time after time about something Five Nights at Freddy's and just skyrocketed. So, I mean, the audience is there. Good for them. Congrats. It doesn't yeah. do it for me. It doesn't do it for nope. me. Nope. Uh, what else? Death's Door. Now, this isn't a new announcement. This was just that it's coming to the PlayStation 4 and 5 uh, in November. This is already on uh, PC. has been for a a while now. And uh, sidebar, they didn't say it in this announcement, but it's also coming to the Switch in November as well. (laughs) They didn't say that in the state of play. Uh, But if you're interested in Death's Door, which does have a very... Uh, I kind of like its art style. Uh, you'll be able to play that next month. Cart Rider Drift and King of Fighters 15, Jason. Well, there's one that you're inter- you're super interested I'm in. I'm not interested in it. I'm just <laughs> glad that it's coming out because I've been ca- covering Cart Rider Drift for literally like four years now on MMOBomb.com. And finally, it's going to freaking come out. So the only time I'll have to cover it is for the first look video. And then like their big updates every once in a while. But God, it's just uh, finally it's coming. It looked cute. If you like Mario Kart, you could do a lot worse. 
I can't speak to the condition that it's in now, but the beta a couple of years ago was just fine. Didn't have many maps or anything, but it was an early beta. Uh, it yeah. beta a couple years ago? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not even being oh, facetious there, Yod. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. And I know Cartrider, the original Jason, had a huge following. Yeah. And then, like, went away, just disappeared. And they've been waiting for Drift. They got a mobile uh, Rider that they can mess around with now that has, like, 25 or 30 million players. So it's doing oh, of course. just fine. Uh, but, yeah, this will be on PC, and it's full cross-play and everything. Uh, King of Fighters 15. Okay, looked looked good, yeah. looked good, and then we did I, get to see Square Enix. Yes. Did, did you want to say something about King of Fighters, Yod? Yeah, I, I had no idea there were fifteen of them. <laughs> I remembered it back in the day when it, you know, when it was, you know, all the SNK and all that stuff. But fifteen of, because I mean, like Street Fighter Two, you see different iterations of Street Fighter Two, but it's always Street Fighter Two. It got up to Street Fighter Five. I think they did a six. I'm not sure. But... I don't think they've had six yet. They don't have six. No, five. Okay, five is well, the most. Five. But, but they've only gotten up to five. And King of Fighters there is going, we're at 15. King of Fighters is fighting with Final Fantasy to try and get the biggest number going. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, yeah. they're, they're, they're working the tie now. We want these Roman numerals. Give them to us. <laughs> right? Give them to us. We but did. Yeah. We did get to see Square Enix at the show. It was not Final Fantasy 16, but it was a pleasant surprise for me. To see Star Ocean there. Star Ocean, the Divine Force, an RPG coming out in 2022. Uh, you will be able to control your other party members. For those of you that have maybe played other Star Ocean games where that wasn't the case, they do have kind of the uh, an advanced version or a, a revised version, I should say, of their, uh, battles, their battle system that they've used before. They're going to be playing the whole double hero thing, right? We've done this before. You play one character, swap to another character for a portion of their story, back and forth, and eventually the two shall meet at some point or, or intersect in the story. Uh, I love the Star Ocean franchise. I have to say that from the bottom of my heart. I love... It's an RPG. I'm sure you're not surprised, Jason or Yod, to see me having a love of an RPG or a JRPG. Particularly, hell, add on to that a Square Enix one. Um, right. But... The last one sucked. I mean, the last one was so bad. Faithlessness was awful. Was awful. So I hope this one's better. I do get the impression, though, from the trailer that this is kind of going to all take place on one world, and that kind of doesn't do it for me. So I'm hopeful that it's just what they opted to show here all showcase just one particular world because Star Ocean is supposed to be very... You know, let's go out through the universe, Yod. Have you? Are you a Star Ocean guy? This I feel like this is like right up your alley. It feels like anime. It's got great art. It's an RPG. It's Square Enix. Like this just checks all the Yod boxes. I but I actually don't know one. if we've ever talked about Star Ocean. Yeah, together. I, I, I remember the first one. I played it oh so long ago. But I. I... I didn't play the last one like you you did, and obviously was really disappointed by yeah, it. Yeah, it was it was bad. It, it was, I mean, this looks very interesting. For when I first saw it come on, for some reason, I in my brain it registered as Fantasy Star Online. It does have that vibe, yeah. Fantasy Star Ocean Online. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Jason. Well done. Okay. Yeah, I I think that they they just decided to not spoil anything. Probably, probably. And, and you're going to, you know, get more of the other worlds and 
stuff after you meet up with the other player or what whatever, ab- maybe. What about you, Jason? Star Ocean guy at all? So I played uh, Star Ocean 2 on the uh, original PlayStation back like in 98, 99, or whenever that was. Right. I played through, played that both campaigns, played as both characters, and loved it. Then I got the sequel for the PS2, and I didn't care for it, and I haven't touched the series since. Wow, shit. That's Jason's like, one strike, you're out. You're right. <laughs> it was it zero was power. <laughs> yeah. oh, He's never like, well, maybe that's a bad one. We'll see what they do next one. He's like, nope, I'm no. done. I'm checking I gave out. You, I gave you my 40 bucks or 20 bucks or whatever. Well, that's enough. I'm gone. I'm gone. Out of here. Uh, there were some other titles too, uh, some smaller titles, things like that. Uh, Jason, you put one in the notes that you wanted to give a little shout out to because you thought it looked kind of neat. Yeah, uh, I have to read that again. I can't read. I don't have my glasses. Little Devil Inside. Little Devil Inside. Yeah, yeah, that looks cute. Uh, just that's just all I've said. It just looked cute. It looked like it had some. It was a little an RPG, but with a different kind of uh, way to go about things and traveling and so forth. Little decisions you make. So I thought that looked kind of cute. That's there you all. go. Just little cute. little special nod. Uh, for Little Devil Inside. And I have seen people play uh, First Class Trouble. I've seen oh, yeah, that's that. a social deduction kind of yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got enough of a twist from something like Among Us. I think it's kind of neat and interesting. Yeah. But you can yeah, get a yeah. good group for it, especially. Yeah, you, you can get that now on PC, gang, for like 15 yeah. bucks uh, on Steam. But this is the, the PlayStation version coming out, uh, I think, next month. Yeah, November, isn't it? Something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's going to yeah. be the one of the free PlayStation Plus uh, games if you're a PlayStation Plus member. Uh, you'll be able to grab that for free. <sighs> yeah, I did see that and thought, hey, that's they actually put some thought into changing the the feel of the Among Us type of well, game. Well, to be just fair, not just that. They've been around <laughs> since before like the huge push in Among Us popularity. Um, True. Not, not that they've been fully released, but they, they right. you know, they didn't Fortnite it, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't Fortnite go, hey, Among Us is good. Let's put in a social deduction mode real quick. Was was that where I was going? Maybe. Maybe. I still feel bad for unfortunate spacemen. They had it. They could have had it. Yeah. They could have. They were so close. Jason, you and I had fun with that when we community streamed that on MMO. We did. I played some with Mike B and his group for a while, too, one day. So that was a lot of fun. Also, just want to say, too, with all my glasses on, with you having kind of the pale face and the green around here and the red in the middle, looks like you're a clown. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. You got the green wig and the nose and everything. I don't have a wig on. Uh, but it looks like oh, got the it's green, my headset. Oh headset. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Green headset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I didn't dye my hair or anything. I just bloodied my. Yeah. I just unzipped and relaxed a little bit. That's all. I think it looks amazing. Good job to Demina. Um, Ubisoft uh, financials came out, and Jason, they are like, they're insisting <laughs> everything's okay. Every, nothing, yeah, is on fire. Money. nothing is on fire we're good we're good we're making tons of money just forget all those games that we announced we aren't doing anything with like Riders Republic which we didn't even know <laughs> which we'd forgotten about until it launched like three days ago I, I, he, you might think Jason's being facetious there Yod but he is telling <laughs> the absolute truth so oh I know I watch. I was like always interested in Riders Republic. Not like, oh my god, I gotta get this. But I like Tony Hawk. I like SSX Tricky. You know, I'm not terribly good at them, but I'm decent. I can pull off some decent combos here and there. And and so I like those types of games. And I was like, oh, this might be neat. An open world MMO ish. You know, biking, skateboarding. You know, uh, skiing and all that stuff. Uh, this could be neat. But then it was delayed like a dozen times to the point that Jason's right. I totally forgot about it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I think it was Wednesday, Wednesday night. I was like, 
Uh, Q, I'm in the middle of trying to put together a video thing. Can you possibly push an article real quick? And she's like, it's seven o'clock. What is it? And I was like, yeah, apparently Riders Republic came out. Uh, and since we cover multiplayer <laughs> games, you know, we want to get that, that news out yeah. there. Q's like, yeah, sure. I got it. But it literally, I was like, oh, wow. Okay, yeah, that came out. Yeah. But everything else on their slate is delayed, Jason. And don't even ask about Roller Champions. Yeah, because they, they don't have anything to say about it. Or is that the one wow. where they said that, yeah. that they don't expect, they don't expect, basically don't expect much from it, basically? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. really sad. <laughs> and the Division Heartland was delayed. Skull and Bones uh, has had all the delays we've talked about. Prince of Persia remake got, got its delayed. Ghost Recon Frontline got announced, then was going to have its beta, and then got its beta delayed. Rainbow Six Extraction uh, was delayed. Watchdog Legions, before it came out, had uh, all those delays. I mean, it's just over and over. And then on top of Right Yod, they've had the toxic workplace culture stuff, the same yep. type of stuff that Blizzard's being accused of. Not, not enough for this their state department to step in, though. Right, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And, and what's that I'm hearing? Wait, I'm hearing something. I'm hearing... Oh, you're getting, like you getting breaking news? It sounds like crickets. I believe it might be the news of Hyperscape. Yeah. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Hyperscape. Well, apparently not everybody either is on board with their whole free-to-play idea either, like their free-to-play focus. I don't know, I don't know why. What... <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why. Because, because of Hyperscape? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> and just, again, all the other stuff. They, they have too much going on right now. They're trying to launch everything. They do. And they they're... Well, when you keep pushing the games back and back and back and back, you know, eventually it butts up to the other game you want to release. Yeah. And it doesn't count like they're huge for their stuff like Assassin's Creed or whatever, which you know, they said Valhalla was amazing. We're made second most, second biggest uh, moneymaker of anything they've ever done. So. Yeah. And now they want to also get into like blockchain and crypto and, oh, yeah, yeah, and sure, NFT. And you know what? This is one of those things, and Jason and I have debated this back and forth. Like, in theory, in theory, blockchain technology in gaming could be a very, very cool thing. The problem in is theory. the problem is you need too many big players that have no interest in playing. Um, it would be very cool for blockchain technology to be like, hey, Jason, you've got that CSGO skin that I, I really would like, but you know, you can't get it anymore, blah, 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 blah. I have a Hearthstone card back that you can't get anymore. How about we trade? Like because we actually own those digital goods through the the blockchain technology or the crypto crypto style technology. That is very very cool and very equitable and you know everything has as much value as the traders are going to give to it. Um it creates that market. That is very very cool. But but yeah, I need I need Blizzard to a be part of this to allow me to to own those goods you need valve to do it mm -hmm. so that and there's just no incentive for the big players to play along together right now until right. there is a big enough incentive we've seen it with some smaller companies that have tried to bring on a couple different games here and there but from a player standpoint it sounds really cool but none of the companies you play games for do it and so okay it sounds cool but you know and so there's no reason for the big companies to do it it's very uh, it could be cool. It could be cool. Uh, Zach says, my friend Jor Raptor, who covers Ubisoft games, thinks they're going through a boom cycle right now, which, of course, would lead to a bust since they're going to get greedy. <laughs> uh, they've done yeah, it before. So, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. that sounds that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Uh, and you know what? Any game that ever fucking does this to me, Yod, is immediately getting uninstalled. 
in, like oh. I'm not even going to think about it. Uninstalled. And if I have the capabilities to still, I'm filing for a refund. I'm filing for a refund. And don't get me wrong. I get what they're going for here. I get the, the character that Ubisoft is portraying in, Fi in Far Cry 6. You know, is very aggressive, very smarmy, very fuck you. You know, I get it. I totally get it. And this probably seemed like a cool little idea uh, of their bad guy being smarmy. But if you email me and you tell me that you've been, the bad guy has been able to do whatever, the, as the bad guy, whatever they want to do because you've only played for three hours, surely you can do better than this. Uninstall. I'm done. Fuck you. That, now mean, you're harassing me to play your game. At, at least he's emailing you, not texting you. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason it's three hours is because the refund window is after two. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jason, I just feel oh. like at the bottom of this, it should remind me about my car's warranty. I just like just no, because this is actually legit. You can actually play the game. You can click on a link here to take you to the game or whatever, as opposed to whatever. I don't, I don't hate this. I get what they were doing. Like, I think some people were just like, "This is ridiculous." I get what they're doing. I, it just kind of doesn't come off the right way for me personally. I'm not grievously offended by it. But it is enough to make me go, okay, I got what you were trying to do, but this just comes off wrong. I don't want to play anymore. I don't hate it, but we have to say no to it. Also, I think I'm for, no, I'm not. We have to say no to it because otherwise every game will do this. Right. Yeah. And you'll get 50 emails from your game saying, why haven't you played lately? Yeah. So that, that's why I, I we have thought, to reject yeah, it. I thought it, was an, I thought it was an interesting angle to have the character do it. Because like uh, a little while earlier, um, both... Uh, uh, I got an email from Ion that they're dropping something or something that I should go play. Apparently, they had like a legacy server set up or something, and I talked to Q about it. And she said she actually got a physical iPod in yeah. the mail. Yep. With their original promo video. Well, that was it. a that was a press thing. Yeah, Sorry, that was a press that, thing that's... though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got that but, for I mean, MMO for, because she works for MMO Bomb, and I assigned her the the right the thing. Yeah, right. But I got an email from them, and I haven't touched Ion in like going on <laughs> eight years. <laughs> well, surely you can do better than that. Right. Surely, so, so the surely angle of having better. the character come in and go, "Hey, man." Is an interesting angle to it. I get it. Although I get I'll it. say though, I just get enough email. I don't need my games now emailing me, reminding me to play them. What what I'm annoyed by the most, most though is like whenever you play an MMORPG, or you talk to some quest guy, he's like, "Oh, please kill the orcs because they're ravaging our farm lines." Whatever you're like, where they're not even anywhere near. And if I don't <laughs> kill the orcs, are your farms going to get worse? No. If I kill the orcs, are your farms going to get better? No. So this guy's saying, hey, I'm running the aisle. I'm doing whatever I want. I'm like, dude, you're you're off. Yeah, I haven't yeah, booted you up. Yeah. You're not doing shit. Yeah, I so, remember, Jason, back in the day when Guild Wars was coming out, that was like, oh, that is a cool big deal feature. Sure. You know, where the different quests would, the farm goes away if you don't protect right, it from the right. Minotaurs type stuff. Granted that it comes back an hour later. Yeah, then it's back an hour later. It's gone for a while. <laughs> it's yeah. gone for a little bit. Hey, I was gonna say, so you want him to actually take over the island if you don't play? No, it's oh, take over my computer. computer. There you go, take over my computer. Yeah. Oh god, <laughs> don't no. Ubisoft needs the processing power if they're gonna go into blockchain. Don't tell them to do that, oh, yeah, uh, Jason. Right, right. Don't tell them to do that. Hey, they're making a quiet place video game. 
uh, based on the the movie movie series, I guess I should say, since there's two. Uh, yeah. I mean, we don't know a lot about this one. I know my daughter's already excited. I'm like, we don't know anything, right? Like in my mind, this has to be a stealth action horror title or or nothing. Uh, and yeah. Game Informer is saying that uh, it does take place in the same universe as the films, but tells an original story. So if you've seen the movies, doesn't matter. It's going to be a different story. Right. And style-wise, it is a single-player story-driven horror adventure. But that's it. Like, that's all. So okay. I, I thought I saw it in there that there, it's going to take place before the movies. Uh, I, like I don't know. When the critters are just taking over. Mm, which means I it could be a survival that. horror. I didn't see that. Maybe. Maybe. But, uh, you might be right. I didn't see that. Uh, I, I, yeah, I thought I remember reading. I could be totally wrong. Like I said, I'm Yeah, because Quiet Place happens, right and then now. Quiet Place 2 is actually a prequel. To, to quiet place okay you know, that's the beginning of them whatever those creatures are arriving uh, you need to watch those sometime yeah they're, they're worth it too. the first one is definitely worth it the first one jason we saw in the theaters uh, and uh my daughter was like absolutely bawling uh at the mm -hmm. end like but it is a tense suspenseful movie and definitely worth watching if the first one interests you then the second one is also worth watching uh if you just if you're bored by the first one don't even bother with the second one that's kind of how I treat movies. No, that's series. that's not how. You, yeah, yeah, that's exactly how you treat video games too. Nope, the second one sucked. I'm done. I'm done. Yep, yep, yep. I'm one done. and done. That's all they get. I'm out Why of would here. you do otherwise? Why would you be like, man, I hated that movie. God, I gotta see the sequel. Well, I mean, well, when you're talking about straight that? sequels, then yeah, you're right. But I, I feel like you know, if you if one Final Fantasy didn't strike your fancy. Would you never ever play another Final Fantasy? That seems kind of silly to me. Do They're you, not do, directly do, related to each other. I I never played in Assassin's Creed since the first one because I didn't like it. Well, those that's because they're all the same. They're they're the exact <laughs> fucking same. Like the exact Until you get to Odyssey. same. Dragon Age. Oh, Dragon Age also. Ubisoft's yeah. call. They did confirm that that's not going to be free to play. Uh, <laughs> uh, Assassin's Creed. Inf not infinite. Uh, that's Halo. Uh, that was Infinity. Infinity, yeah, yeah, yeah. That will not yeah. be free to play. Yves Gilmo said that on the call. Um, so yeah, keep your eye out for that. Mario Party Superstars did come out yesterday. Anybody pick it up? Nope. I did. I you know I don't have a Switch. I did. Of course you did. I did. Of course you did. I did. I picked Another it game up. you're not gonna play. Picked, oh, I'm gonna play it after this show. What the fuck are you talking oh, okay. about? Yeah, I'm playing are, that are, one right. Are you after gonna this show. injure yourself? I also by... picked. I also grabbed Mario, uh, or not Mario, Metroid Dread while I was there too. Yod, am I going to injure myself? I know why you're asking. Go ahead. Let everybody know. So apparently the there's a, a game mechanic in the Mario Party from the same one that was in the classic one on, what was it, N64? Yeah. Where it was a tactic to spin the the, the little controller. Yeah, the controller stick. With the palm of your hand. Yeah, I used to do it. Yeah, mm -hmm. joystick with the palm of your hand to the point where you, you would get damage on yeah, the palm I, of your hand. I didn't do that, and you know why? Because I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the first, the enough, first time I did this, and I was like, ah, oh, that hurts. I was like, I guess we're done for a little while. <laughs> like, but apparently people did. and I remember. like People getting blisters mechanic, and holes yeah, in their so, hands and suing Nintendo over it. Mm -hmm. so but like rather than changing the mechanic for the new one, they decided to just slap a warning on it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, remember they used to have the repetitive strain warning or whatever on various stuff. Yeah, oh, same yeah. thing. Yeah. I remember when I played uh, Blades of Steel to get the best. Oh, uh, Blades of Steel. To get the best uh, quick tapping, I did this sort of like mm -hmm. vibrating thing with my thumb. 
and I actually wanted to like straining my wrist to, to do it. So Mad Martha said the original hand destroyer, destroyer track and field in the arcades. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Or, the, or on the NES pa uh, pad. Remember for the track and field on that, mm -hmm. you'd be running and running, and then you're just like fuck this with your hands on the damn pad. <laughs> I think uh, Caveman Games was another one where you have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, we're old. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they didn't. They they left that type of gameplay in there and just said, "We'll give you give you a warning this time." Yeah, we'll give yeah. you a warning. There's a warning. It's it's up to you now. All right. So last thing before we go to games of the week, I asked the hosts not to click on this link in the show notes. Did both of you right. abide by that? I did. I, I did. I did. Okay. Although although considering the topic, I'm probably not going to get it because it's uh, you. You might. You might. Because right. there's just a little piece in here that I was like, oh, I could pose that as a trivia question before we go to games of the week. So news-wise, on this front from Capcom, Resident Evil Village uh, has hit 5 million units faster than Resident Evil 7 did. Uh, so yep. it makes it sell. It's selling faster. It still has uh, a while to go before it, it catches up uh, to the 10 million, over 10 million that Resident Evil 7 has, but it's gotten to the 5 million mark much faster, much faster. So that makes Resident Evil Village Capcom's 10th best-selling game in company history. Uh, 1998's Resident Evil 2, 2 sold 4.96 million units and was previously number 10 on the list. So now Village bumps RE2 off of the list. What I want to ask you gentlemen... Oh, and by the way, there is going to be some upcoming free DLC for Resident Evil Village. We don't know if it's going to be content or, you know, costumes. Like, we don't know what, but they, they said there's going to be some free DLC coming up. Um, okay. Capcom's best-selling game, if Resident Evil Village is number 10, has sold more than 20 million copies. Can you name it? Capcom, just Capcom. Just Capcom not... in general, yeah. Okay. Capcom's, because this makes Resident Evil Village Capcom overall's 10th uh, best-selling title. Not Resident Evil title, just title. Right. So Capcom's overall best-selling game has sold more than 20 million copies. What game is it? It's, remember, it doesn't have to, it may be, but it doesn't have to be a Resident Evil title. It's all of Capcom's library. You guys take a second. What do we got in chat? Zach saying Resident Evil 4. Mad Martha saying Smash. Uh, Smash isn't Capcom. Smash uh, is I was Nintendo. Gonna, I was thinking... Um, Street Fighter is I Capcom. Guess, that, that's what I was thinking of, something in the Street Fighter vein, but it's like, which one? It could I... be like a... I thought the original, like the original Street Fighter 2 Turbo like, that came out for the for the, the Super NES did extremely well. I was if you're asking say... a trivia question, I'm going to go with that. So you're going with Super Street Fighter 2? Okay. That was the other one I was thinking of, the other franchise, but Yeah. I'm gonna say Mega I'm Man. I'm gonna Street Fighter. You're gonna say Mega Man. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh neither one of you got it. Really? Well, we have the yeah. right franchises. You do not. Oh, really? Not. What do we have then? Uh think more recent than both. I mean it's been around for a while, but it was pretty niche until the last few years because oh monster hunter world yeah yep you got okay. it monster hunter yeah. world monster hunter world yep monster hunter's been around for a while and i've played it all has. of them but it really exploded with world that is their hmm. best-selling game of all time right now let's slide over and do games of the week 
See, gentlemen, I found a way to get Jeopardy into this show. <laughs> if you didn't watch uh, the Relic Grind this past Thursday, our Final Fantasy 14 slash Square Enix show, we did Final Fantasy Jeopardy with Kronos against Tark and had guest Mr. Happy uh, compete as well. That's up on YouTube and on readycheckradio.com and available on Spotify. And I made sure that they weren't allowed to buzz in until I finished reading the questions so you Spotify <laughs> listeners could actually hear all the questions. We're going to finish up today with our games of the week. This is where each of the three hosts recommends a game to you. Could be a video game, a board game, I don't know, a mobile game, whatever the hell they're playing, played or haven't played or want to check out or just think you should check out. And you let us know in the comments on readycheckradio.com or on YouTube who gave the best recommendation. I'm going to go first, and I'm actually... You might think I'm I'm going to give it to Mario Party Superstars, but I haven't played it yet, so I do want to refrain from that a little bit. I am going to give it to Riders Republic. Uh, I had talked before about how I do like that type of game, those types of games, and uh, I don't know how long this will keep me, but it's not because there's not a shortage of shit to do. Like, I literally only have two small sections of the map unlocked, and I'm still like, I don't know what I should go do next. Uh, and there's so much more of the map that I have in its open world. If I want to just go bike and find it all, I can. Uh, but it is tremendous amounts of fun. If you like, you know, Tony Hawk, SSX Tricky, you know, those types of games, whether they be downhill racing or trick-based, there's a little bit of both across all the categories. And there's just some crazy ragdoll physics. And Jason enjoyed watching me rocket pack or wingsuit myself right into a cliffside which I do over quite often. And over, over and yeah. over. Yeah, because you can re rewind it uh, uh, to backtrack a little bit. It is a lot of fun. They actually, I think they have something pretty nifty here. It's the first MMO X games I can think of uh, where you just literally, you pull the map up and you just see icons for all the players wherever they are on the map. Uh, and literally, you'll, you can go down a, a little river that just a minute ago you were doing an event on and you will see people fly over you that are doing that same race that you were just doing. So it's very, very cool. Very well done in some fronts. Some room for improvement. It is rage-inducing. So yes, Ninja, absolutely. That's going to be my recommendation, Riders Republic. What do you got, Jason? Yeah, I'm not kidding when I compared it to Free Realms. It oh, does yeah. remind yeah, yeah, yeah. me of that. Of free exploration, like little mini games or whatever. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give my game of the week to Hunt Showdown which I've been playing a lot of, just got uh, about a week ago. And uh, yeah, it's really fun. It's a sort of battle royale-ish, but also with a strong PVE element. So a little like how I think they're going to do the cycle with the, like, you have to get out alive sort of thing. But really cool, very spooky, great aesthetic, great sound and graphics. Uh, so yeah, check it out. if you. It's still on sale. It's like another two days, 50% off on Steam. So pick it up if you uh, are into that sort of thing. All right, we got Hunt Showdown, Riders Republic. What do you got, Yod? I am going to go with Alien Isolation. <laughs> Good game. Faye was streaming it on this channel yep. yesterday. Yep, that's what reminded me of or it. Or Thursday, Thursday. It's Halloween. Yeah. Alien Isolation. I mean, you got your suspense, you got your girl with the aliens. It's good. It's a good game. Those air ducts. My game is spooky too. It's got yeah. like monsters and ghosts yeah. in the world. You just have like yeah, crazy X games people here. or whatever. You know, like the game's not spooky. Yeah, all three yeah. of us here yeah. have pretty good recommendations. I'm not sure who wins this day. Like yeah. last week, I was sure. I was like, yeah, well, okay. But this week, I don't know. Let us know. You got you to gotta settle it in the comments. Uh, chat, by the way, don't go anywhere. Right after this stream, we've got another one of our streamers coming up. It's Torchwick. Who? What? 
you got you got your uh, plague mask back on. That means yeah. you pro- you did not finish Vagrant's story last week, huh? <laughs> what 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 told you that? I mean, because you had the plague mask on last week for Vagrant story, so I I feel like and you would have for Halloween's sake. I feel like you would have changed to something else, but yeah. So you are at the last You're boss, wrong, but, but things didn't go as planned last week, huh? No, no, they didn't. Got your ass kicked. Just a little bit. So you're going to try and finish it uh, off today, and if you do, what are we playing? We'll be moving on to Castlevania Symphony of the Night, finally. Sticking with a little Halloween. All right, all right. Yeah. All right, so chat, don't go anywhere. Torchwick will be live right after the show. We'll just need, like, 15 seconds to relabel everything. We will, of course, be back next Thursday with the Relic Grind and Saturday with uh, Gaming Gumbo right here on Ready Check Radio. Remember, Final Fantasy TCG fans, on our Monday stream at 7 p.m. Eastern time, we'll be doing a spoiler for the Crystal Dominion set. Thank you again to Square Enix for sending us a spoiler. Uh, So if you're watching on YouTube, don't want to miss that stream. Until then, Yod, where can everybody find you? Uh, Yod Artworks on Twitter, Yod Artworks on Facebook, and right here on Gaming Gumbo. Jason? I'm on Twitter at Winter Informal, streaming at twitch.tv slash Jason Winter, and also I think in the local emergency room, because I'm kind of running out of blood here. You gotta, you gotta go, brother. You gotta go. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally there at MagicMan1, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, so you get a tweet every time we go live with one of our many shows or streamers. Stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Yeah.